Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another episode of the Just Ask Podcast. Before we start, I just have to say a quick thanks to my 200 downloaders for downloading and listening, and I appreciate it. So, today with me, Shanae Miller, otherwise called Zoe, and her dog, you'll probably hear her in the background. So, today we'll be talking about laws, specifically common laws, laws that we feel here that you should know, like, as a Jamaican, you should know and understand these laws in ways that we're going to present them to you. So, before we, you know, get into the topic, who who isn't Janae Miller? Who is Zoe? <laughs> <laughs> um, one may try to distinguish the two. Um, Zoe being an alias and a very jovial person, Janae Miller being the attorney at law um i'm a 26 year old attorney i'm licensed to practice in jamaica i currently practice commercial law um but i have a i have a undying love for entertainment uh specifically music so i actually dabble in the reggae music industry not in the area of law but you know i still get to participate in that and i'm also also, uh the co-founder of a local charity the palace picnic foundation which is focused on youth development some kind of not kind of but i'm very interested in the development of our youth specifically their cultural development i feel like we have a lot of avenues that facilitate the educational development but not as much that showed person you know more of their culture or the beauty of their culture so yeah so why law why study law uh i actually have a very dated story about why i chose law um i like to say that law for the most part stuck with me I never wanted to give up on my dream to be a lawyer. I actually didn't think of something else or never seriously considered another career path that I would take. But when I was younger, I aged seven, I lost my dad. And I was always of the impression that, you know, more could be done and getting involved in our justice system would have been the right way. That would have been something that pulled me and I'd be heavily motivated the difference with that no is that i don't do criminal law i'm actually (laughs) not interested in criminal law i have a love and a passion for corporate commercial law which is where i am now i you know you're always interested in legal development and changing laws and just being aware of what's happening but for me i really do like corporate commercial law so while it's not why i studied law it's what stuck with me I, I get that, and um, we all have the reasons for our passions, but sometimes the, pas- the the reason for the passion isn't necessarily the driving force and how we do it, so... Precisely. You picked law, but you found that area in law that fits your personality better, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, and as I said, it stuck with me, like... You know, there are a lot of persons who change their mind or, you know, you think it's rough and you're not wanting to go along with that. But it stuck with me at all times. It always showed me that 
if you pursue this career path, there's an area in it for you. Because yeah. I would have changed the type of law I want to practice, but not that I want to practice law. So I've always said that, you know, law is what I'm going to do. What exactly in law I'm going to do? That changed, but <laughs> law stayed the same. So with that, you said that um, you've always wanted to do law. So there's a question going around that I always say to people. Do you think that Jamaicans actually know their laws? Like, do we know our laws? Uh. Our rights. People say our rights, but I, I want to focus on our law. Like, you know, sometimes people think they know their rights, but they, they say things and they're, you know, <laughs> they don't know. What I think it is, is that Jamaica, let's digress that part first. Jamaica is a, a beautiful country, yes, but we do have different parts of Jamaica and there are different persons who may have different knowledge. What it is is that I do believe that a lot of persons don't know that there's a legislation in place for this and that. And that's not even a classist thing or anything, but there are some laws that are just very old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very old and legislation is not something you just get up and read it long. <laughs> and it <laughs> has some words that you're just like, what? I'm pretty sure there's an easier way to say this. So there are, there are a lot of persons who don't know that there are laws that exist for certain things. Because for most things that we go through or most things that pop up, there's a law. If you go dig up an old legislation, you can find a legislation that's targeted towards this specific thing. Mm. But it's not widely it's not widely known. And you can't blame nobody for that. Because even me, I can't tell you that I know all of the laws. And I'm a lawyer. I'm not read legislation unless you really, really have to. <laughs> Do I want business law course? And so far, so far. <laughs> But that's mostly because I don't like to read. I, I tell people I don't like to read for school. A lot of persons are like that. Because <laughs> I, I will read a book. Like, I will read, like, a book about, like, affirmation and motivation and all them things there. But I won't. When it, it's just like when I start reading for school, it's just like I say, yo, this is actually suffering after <laughs> all of this. Or when you want to read something for yourself, because you might pick up a legislation, like a new act may come in, and it affects something that you you like you're interested in mm. and you actually sit on and read it and you're just like what i just read all of this it you know the words are might be archaic and it may be hard to understand but you sit on and you read it or you read something that can pose as a school book but it's not for you going to school somebody never tell you to read it you thought it was interesting and you take it up and read it yeah um so with that being said do you think that Law, basic law, at least, should be taught in primary schools. Primary schools well, at, at the low, at the lowest level, lower levels than it's because we introduce the law basically in like upper school, like you know, fourth, fifth, sixth form. Well, yeah, um, on the secondary level, it is introduced for those who want to know, yeah. and if you do study law, I, no, I don't think primary school because i don't think that we have the level of understanding or that listen even though even if you tell me about my rights in primary or prep school mm-hmm. at the primary level i am still living under my mother's house and if my mother says xyz that is what it is so no matter <laughs> if there's a law in place that says that this is that right or this should be done this way if your parents said that is how it's supposed to go that is how it's supposed to go knowing it not going to make a difference and you're not legally able to make any decisions for yourself at that level however at the secondary level there 
can be some introduction to the law. Probably not, you know, detailing acts and sections and reading mm-hmm. legislation, but there are some rights that you can introduce. But the thing about that is persons are afraid. <laughs> like, we're afraid because you'll have a rebellious teenager. I know my rights. But that, that, that is the 2000s, though. That, yeah, that's what yes, we yes, started This generation to do. It became popular rights. to be like that. <laughs> but that's the thing because there is, okay, legislation is phased in a way where you will have section one. Not section one, that's um, interpretation. But say you'll have section 15 that tells you that you can do something. And then section 16 says, save and accept for. And if I only told you about section 15, you're mm-hmm. in problems because you might fall in section 16 and you might be, you know, huffing up and puffing up your chest when really you don't have the right you thought you had. But I do think that um just basic things or constitutional rights i mean mm-hmm. everybody know that them have freedom of speech but yeah. this freedom of speech thing is um it has limits to it mm-hmm. <laughs> same, same and except for yeah, <laughs> precisely precisely um but yeah i mean basic constitutional rights or um awareness at a particular level especially for persons at the sixth form level i don't think it should be a case where we only learn law if you want to study law in CXC or CAPE. Is CAPE doing sixth form, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it should be that. Like, there's some things that I think you can be introduced to. Quite frankly, the road code, they should tell you in sixth form. Whether you want to drive or not, you should learn the road code because... Because, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're going to use that, like, a lot. You're going to need the road code. There are certain things that I feel like, you know, the information can be there. So mm-hmm. it's not you don't have to do a tort law course or you know an intellectual property law course but if there's like you know the general knowledge for example you just make everybody know yeah, and I think for me it's like you know how we do like guidance how we do like mm-hmm. um pe exactly do, i think that's a very important thing well it can be integrated into guidance class still yeah in one of your guidance sessions you can go okay yeah the uh, road code you are being guided mm-hmm. or you tell them about a specific act that might have been passed that affects their rights as at that age as teenagers mm-hmm. i mean you don't need to tell them about the pension act because let's face it you don't start work yet you do reach yeah, pensionable yeah. age you're not that's not directly relevant to you but there are legislations that may be directly relevant to you that you can just you know, a little summary, a brief overview that yeah. this is what it is and that it exists. That's that's why I like um, to to switch bases from Jamaica. That's why I always like the how the American Constitution is set up, mm-hmm. where they teach them like the first twenty-two of them, like the first twenty-two exceptions, and they know it like by heart. A lot of them. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think if it is art, if it is that we're going to introduce laws in school or if it is a case where you know the legislators or the heads of the country decide that you know this makes sense then we'd have to also look into how we draft it or how it is that we put this together so that it is a national thing that everybody's on the same level this is what we teach because that is another thing where you have different as i said they legislate for different things different problems Mm -hmm. you have laws that solve them or you have common law where we don't have legislation in place but then to come together and compile the ones that are relevant and to simplify it in a form that 
you can understand in sixth form that takes some planning. But it, I do think that's a good idea. But then, you know, the American children, they know their rights very well. Yeah, I mean, and it that, causes that problems. Kind of the, <laughs> well, that's kind of the issue up there. Because it causes some of them problems. think they know their rights very well. Yeah, the understanding is missing. Yeah, like, they, you know what it says, but yeah. how you comprehend or how you interpret it is a whole new ball game. I mean, I've seen in instances where some of them take, like, the free speech out of too far. <laughs> You know, they take be the right to bear arms but, too far. But even here, like where it's not at that level, the freedom of speech thing, we cannot take it a little too far. We do. It's like I have my right and you have your right. I have the right to speak freely. But then should my right infringe on your right? Because what I'm doing is offending you. True. <laughs> you True. don't have it is not there's no right that I can have that traverses on your right so you i can't be here verbally abusing you and oh i am exercising my right what happened to you so that's mm. the thing we don't consider that part we say oh i have the right to freedom of speech i can say whatever i want but without more that you can't go so that, that's why i don't like when people are quick to push the i didn't do anything wrong because sometimes <laughs> you don't know that you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong. you don't know that you said something wrong you don't That's know true. that you're verbally abusing the person. Yeah. You, you don't know. And it's really up to the courts to decide <laughs> that. Because I'm a firm believer that law is not necessarily about what happened. It's about um, who can bring across their point better. But also, it depends on the area of law that is being argued. Because the way the law is, the way the law is enforced in a family court yeah. is not the same way the law is going to be enforced in a parish court. You're right. Your rights as a family person, like there's every situation is different. And yeah, we understand you need to maintain your children and there's legislation in place for that. However, every situation that comes before the court is different and a judge has to come in as an independent party. But what it is that we need to consider is if you take the time to listen, mm-hmm. Sometimes that solves the entire problem. Just listen and understand and don't listen, don't hear with the um with the aim to rebut. Yeah. Listen, interpret, understand. You're not listening to have an answer. Mm-hmm. You're listening because somebody else is telling you how they feel about something. You guys can have a conversation. It don't need to end up where it is. There's some matters that at the end of the day they go court and they end up settling outside of court because you don't want to sit down through the long process but if it is that we spoke about it before then we could have settled it that's why we have arbitration and mediation in place but you know you could have had a discussion with your brethren Mm -hmm. before and solve the problem before we have to go in front of judge and strange people and spill all of our lives right there because um, I don't know how you feel about it, but to me, court, that's a, that process is depressing. It, it definitely it, it is. Depend, no matter what you're going there to do, like, it can be drawn out. It can, you can end up spending way more money than you ever could make. But of course, it is court. a costly process. It costs you time. It costs you in legal fees. And your matter, you're not going to go to court today and your matter is solved today. Mm-hmm. 
So you're still going, it's probably going to cost you more than if you settle it where it can be settled. Because also, there are sometimes you go to court because the principle is wrong or it is just blatantly illegal. But there are some matters that you could have talked it out mm. and not go through that. Even or even when it comes on to children, you don't, there are certain things you don't want to drag your children through. And then, yes, we try to protect the identity of children. But there are some matters that also go before court that anybody can read about them. So imagine you went to court for probably, let's think of something that is bad, for possession. Right? And then you change your life years later. Mm-hmm. This is still recorded somewhere. And you have a child and your child get grows up. Your child can still go and find. And I wonder that he's like wondering daddy, a little um, bit more about you and with information sir, so accessible today. And then that exactly, and the same child comes back to you and you get in trouble for something and you're like, I would never do that. And they're like, but daddy, I, said, I saw you. This is is this possible? Yeah, I see you there was a newspaper court. article because you were somebody famous. There was the. The whole case, the whole judgment was written out. <laughs> like we know everything. We know, I, I know. Um so we we we've gotten into like a lot of different like places of <laughs> law and w- even though we we want to like expound and everything, we know that the law is vast. Oh yes. Oh yes. Um, it's a beautiful there's, thing. There's no end. <laughs> there's no end. So actually we, we actually prepared some acts in which to talk about. So with that my question would be to you, what are some laws that you think that everyone should know? Alright, so thinking about it, I think there are several legislation <laughs> that person should be aware of, but we can discuss a few, uh, see if it is that where my headspace is, as in legislation or part of the legislation that people should know, is where you know your headspace is. Um, and I think the first one that would come to mind would be the Road Traffic Act. Mm-hmm. For many reasons, but also with somebody in my generation or a little below me, we, we just becoming adults (laughs) and i feel like there's a lot of things that now i'm becoming more aware of and i think a lot of persons also don't pay attention to so under the road traffic act there is the definition of motor vehicle all right and a motor vehicle under the act is defined as any mechanically propelled vehicle intended or adopted for use on the roads. Anyone. So hand, so hand care, is <laughs> if it is mechanically propelled, okay. it is a motor vehicle. So this means that any vehicle at all, right, that is intended to or adopted to driving or pushing forward, right? That is what we define propulsion as. So once it has the capability of being propelled by a mechanical power, irrespective of whether this is being used, it is considered a motor vehicle. So if you have a bicycle with a motor on the back and you are pedaling on the road, mm-hmm. the fact that it has the capability 
of being mechanically propelled, mm-hmm. it can be considered a motor vehicle. So a, a bicycle man can get a ticket? Well, yeah. You know, see people who drive in quad get tickets. If you're driving... <laughs> yeah, that's, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you drive a quad on the road and it's not supposed to be on the road mm-hmm. and police stop you and within his discretion you should get a ticket, then yeah, you can get a ticket for it. I really don't know the ambit of how the ticket right, but um, you must have a tear. <laughs> you must have a tear and you must have a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, this definition of motor vehicle is very important because further in the act, it prohibits a person from driving a motor vehicle on the road unless he is the holder of a license for that purpose. Oh. So are you licensed to ride a propelled bicycle? Drive or operate a motor vehicle. I mean, a lot of us are very genius. <laughs> we invent things. So we were sitting down and we had the same handcart example. We have a cat and we mm. say, all right, cool. We're going to put an engine on the cat because yeah. it takes too much to push it. And I don't know if you've ever seen, but I have seen a handcart with a license plate on the front. And it's probably not a legal license plate, but <laughs> the concept is the same. Yeah. You're, it drive upon the road, it must be licensed to drive upon the road. Right? So you decide that you want to put an engine in on your handcart and you have to go gas station, go buy gas, and then it, it's considered a motor vehicle. Mm. You start it and it runs. You know, we just think about you need a license to drive a car and a truck and a bike. Yeah, we need to drive a license to drive anything with an engine. Think about it. So, I don't want to get too much into that. But <laughs> do, 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 do you have to go to like the tax office to get like a license for that? I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know how you get a license to drive <laughs> one of those modified vehicles. Okay. However, if you came to me and said, I got a ticket for this, and I believe that this was blatantly wrong, and I need justice, I'm going to just tell you that there's a there's act a, in okay. place, and this is what it says. And within my reasonable judgment, mm-hmm. I don't think it was blatantly inconsiderate what it is that we can argue. And we can't even argue it too tough. It is in the discretion of the police officer to give you said ticket. Okay. And you probably, you know, deserve the ticket. <laughs> you probably modified the thing and it starts to speed down the street and can cause danger to somebody. But you never thought about that. You just wanted the handcart to go a little faster. Facts. Right? Police must have a reason to stop you and give you... I mean, we all know sometimes you be, you can be otherwise justified. That's why we have traffic court and you can go in and you can argue a case in front of a judge. Yeah. But if you know what the law says, right? It makes it easier for you to uphold what the law says. Because mm-hmm. I, before reading the legislation, I never know that. I thought a motor vehicle was a bike. A car or a truck. Yeah. Simple. I never know that. If it is that I'm pulling a container, the container need a different license from the truck. That's actually interesting. It is being pulled by something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the technicality of it, that makes sense. 
Yeah, because a, tra- a container on a trailer is different from a trailer without the back. That's two different vehicles. And the argument can be that the container does not have an engine. Yes, but it's now attached to the truck. And the truck have an engine. That is a different, that's a different vehicle. The logics of it is quite simple. Right? When the container is on the truck, it is a bigger vehicle mm-hmm. than when the truck has nothing on the back. It's just the truck head. All right. I get that. Two different vehicles. Um, But yeah. So divulging on <laughs> like moving from that to say that there is a common controversy well in my generation among my friends i tend to have the heavy foot friends that surround speeding mm-hmm. and exceeding the speed limit and if you get a ticket all right the faster you're driving over the speed limit is the higher your ticket right mm-hmm. But just because you got a speeding ticket once or twice, it don't mean that they going just automatically suspend your license. Yeah. No, I had a conversation and I was saying, well, I was the person on the end of this where I was saying that I've never questioned it too tough, but your license have points. Mm. Right? How the point system work? Like... Say I got a speeding ticket yesterday. I did not get a speeding ticket yesterday. Let me just say. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a speeding ticket today. Then we take away my license because I'm two speeding tickets. Like, that's crazy. And this part of the act that make you know that, yeah, no, you're not supposed to speed. And yeah, you got two tickets. But that's not the only reason for suspension. So they're not going to just take away your license just because you got two speeding tickets. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, don't speed. Speeding is bad. Speed kills. Yeah. Boy, but yeah. And then there's some rules of the road also in the road code act that is pretty important because I feel like if we just take the time out and go to section 51 and read it, we will know that we will know how to operate better on the road. Yes, you read your road code book. And you've obtained your license. But there are persons driving for how many years? When was the last time you went back to said road code book? You mm-hmm. didn't. All right? You got your license. You know what it said. Sometimes you have a brief knowledge of what it is. Things change. You don't know if it changed. But this is how you operate. Now, my grievance is there are persons where when you're trying to overtake them on the road, they speed up. Mm-hmm. And the act says that you shouldn't. <laughs> Should allow the person to overtake you. Oh, because that can cause an accident. It Which does make true. sense. You should mm-hmm. slow down, allow the person to overtake you. And I mean, we look at we look at tickets and we say, all right, you can only get a ticket for speeding or not wearing your seatbelt or if your headlight gone. But the, in life, there are persons who, all right, these are the things that you get a ticket for. Mm-hmm. However, the act also tells you that there are various types of obstruction. Mm-hmm. So if you stop on the road and it... The thing about obstruction to me is that it's a weird thing to define because I may not technically be obstructing anybody, but where my vehicle is may cause a possible obstruction and the police stop me and say, listen, you're obstructing traffic. Mm-hmm. You probably take a yourself and go to court and argue and say, listen, I wasn't obstructing traffic, but that is on you. Point about it is what you need to know is that in the act, there are various things that count as obstruction. Yeah. And you should not obstruct traffic and if you have obstruction for me is one of the things that i probably don't consider 
Mm-hmm. But there are other things in there that you, on a regular day, just say, hmm. You know the regular things. Breaking our stops, yeah. Running the red light, yeah. You know those things are wrong. And it's very obvious why they're wrong. Mm. But also, what constitutes obstruction? When you're coming out of a building and you stop in the middle of the road and you need to go all the way across the road, you're obstructing traffic because everybody else has to stop. Mm. So there... Those are just things in the act that I think that we should consider. Um, I think we should look at the Road Traffic Act. We probably don't have to read the entire act, but just take a look at it, especially if you drive. Just kind of get familiar with what it says or stay up to date on certain things that happen, just in case, you know, they change something. So the stop sign is no longer red, it's now blue, and it no longer says stop, it says boom. You know, you, you need to know. Just stay stay up to date. The next act that I think we should know mm-hmm. is a new act. Well, new, it was passed last year in 2020. Yay, we're excited. <laughs> <laughs> and this act governs how personal data is collected and processed in Jamaica. Now, this, I think, is something we should attention to so the act goes to define what is processing and for me this is one of the most important definitions in this legislation simplified it defines processing as obtaining recording and storing information or data or by carrying out an operation or operations on the information or the data which, long and short, is if you collect my personal data, anything you do with it mm-hmm. constitutes processing. Like, for the most part. All so, right? no matter how, no, no matter what I do with the information, so long as I'm collecting information, this act will speak to how I can be prosecuted for it. How, yeah, how you should operate. And there are fines. Company or no company, there are some huge fines. I won't tell you the fines. I want you to go and look at the act and find the fines, but mm. just know it's not no baby money. <laughs> it's not no baby money. And we have to understand, as I said, the act is new. It's not one of those old acts that have $100 and $1,000. It's up to date with the current currencies. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I think, data and personal data, especially in the wake of needs and how persons feel about it. And what it is that how you know all these fraudulent things may happen and what happens to how persons can identify and person safety and all of that and the requirement for all of these this type of data for several things this act is pretty important mm-hmm. um so the act goes on and it identifies eight standards and i'm going to run through the eight standards because I think the eight standards affect data processors and data subjects. Mm -hmm. So the first standard that I'm going to identify is that data should be processed fairly and lawfully. So for a data controller who is required to provide, to collect personal information, right? They'll be required to, excuse me, provide their identity like the specific identity of the data controller the purpose for which they're processing the data how long it will be kept 
and and if it will be shared with a third party and the identity of the third party that it will be shared with. And what is important to me is that the data subject, so you in this case, would mm. be giving somebody your personal data. You should have, you should give consent for this data to be collected and processed. And there must be a legitimate basis for processing this data. So I can't just, I, well, not that I can't, I should not just come to you. Mm. And say, listen, you need to tell me your name, your age, your address, your phone number, your tier, and your NIS, and just collect a bunch of information from you. And when he asks me, why do you need this? I say, none of your business, sir. No. Oh, they have to give me the exact reason. You should, you should inform them that okay. their data is being collected and why. Okay. And there should be a legitimate basis. Mm. So you're applying for a job, you're... Um, submitting your data to get a life insurance health insurance policy that kind mm. of thing uh, even if you're winning if you're signing up for something it's just that the level of the data now is that if you are signing up for say you're signing up for gym membership right mm -hmm. and gym only accepts cash they don't need your bank information yeah that is data that is not legitimately collected because what are you doing with that information why mm. you need my nis and my trn Mm -hmm. You just need my name, my contact information. Yeah. All right. So personal data should only be obtained for specific purposes and should not be processed for any other purpose. Can I explain that just now? It shall be adequate, relevant, and limited to what is necessary for the purpose for which it is being processed. Mm -hmm. The data must be accurate and where necessary, it should be kept up to date. Therefore, as best as possible, all right, you'll go into a store or you'll go somewhere and you, for me personally, it happens all the time. Uh, perfect example, picking up a package. Hi, good afternoon. I'm here to pick up a package for Jeanne Miller. And they look at their system and they see ZHENE and they're like, um, excuse me, are you authorized to collect this package for Zane? No, I am Jeanne. And they ask me for my ID. Mm -hmm. they are checking the accuracy of the information they have mm -hmm. that Jeanne is Zane basically I'm, I'm not Zane I'm Jeanne but yeah so it should be accurate data collected and where it is so you know that you go to the bank and they tell you if you change your job or if you change your address you should send an update form yeah, they yeah. need to always have up to date records of this data that they're collecting and when the data is no longer necessary it should be disposed of in the manner that is prescribed in the legislation it should also be processed in accordance with the rights of the data subjects under the legislation and the data must be protected okay so it is no excuse that you kept your data on a public you collected all this banking information from persons you kept it on a public platform and hackers went in and just take it what protection did you use oh we did not use any protection it was easily hacked should not be so data and protection act. said company gets one of those large fines that you're seeking <laughs> yes I understand yes and it should not, the data should not be transferred outside of Jamaica without adequate levels of data protection for Jamaican data subjects. So 
don't just get up and transfer the people them data got foreign and the place over foreign where you transfer it to don't have a data protection act they don't protect the data that you're sending it goes anywhere and does whatever mm-hmm. right what we should note because after hearing all of these you'll be like well i know of a case where the data was not adequately protected and it was hacked they're in breach of the legislation well technically yes but the data protection act gives two years after it was enforced for companies to get up to date up to date or for them to be in compliance with the legislation okay so that um, we don't reach that two years yet it was passed in 2020 and we're okay. in 2021 but you know anytime after that guys just make sure say you say okay so why 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 you why you need to know this information mm. but you can't say you can't give them attitude and i have to say well Hi, can I ask why why are you requiring this information from me? And then if them tell you, listen, man, I'll tell you that he said, but you know, there is a data protection act and under the act you're required to disclose this information to me. Mm-hmm. And you just sound like a genius. <laughs> I mean, to me, like that that to put it in writing, that's right, but to me that's only fair. Like if you're gonna yeah. use my information. But yeah. then that's the thing. To have a legislation safeguards or protects persons because what happens is that you will have persons who are going to tell you that they're not sharing or they'll just collect a bunch of data that they don't require or they do all of these things and you are saying that yeah it makes sense and common sense could have tell you that but there are persons who do it anyways and yeah mm. and I, okay and we would think that a lot of people would like use that information and safeguard their information that you know that they have on their phone or you know the information that they give to people that you know maybe you win maybe you win alcohol prize right and they say you they need your name your address your um your contact information, your bank account, but they're giving you, as you say, in cash. They might be scamming you. They might be <laughs> trying to scam you. <laughs> and to protect yourself, you now have a way to, you know, say, hey, this actor tells me that I really don't need to tell you my bank information if you're going to give me yeah. cash. You don't. You know. And you'll be, more, you'll be more cognizant of things because persons oftentimes, well, companies oftentimes tell us that, listen, we would never collect this information from you or we'll never request this information via phone or whatever. And yet they say it to you, but bearing that in mind and bearing the legislation in mind, you're less susceptible to these fraudsters. So with these two acts, do you think that Jamaica actually like takes advantage of the laws that you know we should know? As yeah. people. Especially for, okay, as I said before, Jamaica, <laughs> we have different tiers, right? Um, so a big company, yes, they want to be compliant. They don't want to pay a percentage of their earnings as yeah, yeah, a fine because, yeah. as I said, the fine is a percentage of your earnings. Mm-hmm. And I know that the taxes, like the taxes are... Yeah, man, Them, they, they, <laughs> they don't want to lose anything. No, but exactly. And because of that, companies take advantage. Persons who know 
big, small, or in between, once you know, you will take advantage of it because you then want to protect yourself, right? You want to protect yourself. I'm and I'm considering both the road traffic and the Data Protection Act. For data, you know are more cognizant because they look at you as a small man and they'll say, mm-hmm, you don't know better. But if you have this information, you'll be better able to say, okay, I don't think this is required. Or even if you don't think it's required, you can ask, why, why do you need this information, sir? And then they can provide you with an explanation that satisfies you or they can provide you with an, with an explanation that does not satisfy you and you can withhold from giving that. Or if you know that, you know, okay, this may be considered a motorized vehicle, we don't have a license for it. You might tell Bob that, listen, Bob, you can't ride the bike there out of the yard. Mm. You have to stay within the space because anyhow you go up on the road, if a police stop you, you can get a ticket. All right, that's fair. And I think that we as people need to, like, you know, research before we talk a lot yes, of the Yes, definitely. I mean, I need to research before I talk too. Because, you know, you, you end up leader. It's not necessarily about the person like looking stupid or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. more about not put not enforcing misinformation. But mm. also it's also a part of having your right and giving it away because if you don't the proper research, you may be in the right, but because you don't know what your right is, mm. you're in problems. Well that's right. So with all of what we're saying, <laughs> we're just saying to try and, you know, make sure you're cognizant of your, you know, laws that you should know. Yes, like you definitely. try and, you, you don't have to read the entire legislation. Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> you can go and just say, hey, what is this saying to me? Even if, to, if you know a friend that's studying law, or you, you can just Google what it's saying and it will give you like a summary and their article they're good articles there are attorneys that write articles for the cleaner there are articles out there that kind of explain it doesn't give you the in-depth knowledge because let's face it an article cannot possibly be that long but it gives you a summary of legislation Uh, you can just go and find it we have access to information at our fingertips just stay in the know Mm -hmm. and know what's going on around you so, um, we'll we'll continue this conversation. Most definitely, as time goes on, we'll speak about other acts and such. But for right now, we're gonna hit the quick hitters. Ah, so, boy. we had a brief synopsis. You told us, you know, why you did law and um the area that interests you the most. You told us about your charity. You know how you enjoy the entertainment sector. So, I like to ask the question, five-year-old you, what would you say to her right now? What would I say to five-year-old me? Wow. Well, first of all, right, five-year-old me was a tall-ish, skinny girl. And I would tell her that, yeah, you're, you're going to be long. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be tall, girl. You're going to put on some weight, but you're also going to achieve your dreams. Like, you're going to be a headstrong young girl. Um, I don't reach where I want to be, but I can tell you that I have seen growth and you're going to grow. Telling her all of that to know that 
over time. At five, you don't worry about things. But, you know, when you go to school and your grades not where you want them to be, you get stressed out and it's the end of the world. But I would tell five-year-old me to take it easy, enjoy her youth, enjoy growing up, enjoy time with family. I'd also warn her about this COVID thing because, Lord. Facts. <laughs> most definitely. Up. Most definitely. Is, but you know when them say, uh, outside not going away? I tell them, say, bro. Listen. Play all you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Four dinner guests dead or alive. Just four people you don't want to speak to. Four people. Uh, I indicated earlier that my father passed. So most definitely, I'd want to talk to him. I'd want to see what he would have to say to me now. Um, I would probably want to have dinner with Michael Jackson. I want to know like how, uh, how you feel about this success that you've accumulated. Like, Despite everything or what everybody had to say, mm-hmm. you are still who you are i'd want to have a conversation with michelle obama i feel like she's a powerful woman i think during well especially during the eight-year period he was obama was president i think she was the most powerful woman in the she world. she she's it a phenomenal woman so most definitely Ah, another dinner guest. Who would I like to take to dinner? Eh, probably Celine Dion, you know. Not for the conversation, but I would like her to sing for me. <laughs> I would like to ask her how, if she understands her hold on Jamaican people. Listen, the power <laughs> of her voice, I don't know what she did, but Jamaicans, listen, everybody know. Yeah, at least know one Celine Dion song. For you. Um, strangest compliment you've ever gotten. Strangest compliment I've ever gotten. Hmm. Well, compliment is weird. Straightest thing somebody ever said to me that I thought was a compliment, but thinking back, it probably was isn't a compliment. The person said, "You're so bubbly. You're always so bubbly." And it's facts. And they were like so upset, like how the hell you wake up in the morning and. It, for me, it was a compliment because I smiled and I said, thank you. But now I'm thinking, Shh. she was probably so annoyed. <laughs> Not at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning. I could be that. But you have, to, you, have to, you have to keep yourself up. You have a lot of things going on in life. Yeah, for yeah. no hope. I try. I try to have a approachable personality. Yeah. Um, and the last question is three songs that speak to you. Three songs that speak to me. Hmm. Probably can't tell you that on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but if you um, if you were to pick three songs that are you, like you said. Okay, so This Morning by Jesse Royal. Mm-hmm. Listen, I would sing it for you now, but I cannot sing. That <laughs> song, yeah, man. Um, There is this other song. Why can't I remember it right now? Um, it's Nicki Minaj and Tasha. What is the song? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what the song name. The song is I'm Getting Ready. Mm-hmm. That is my power song. Like literally, that is my power song. Because I'm, I'm always preparing for my overflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said three songs. Well, that's two. 
right. What song? The third song can be what's your song when you when you want to go out? Like it doesn't have to be a song that you need to hear when you go out. First and foremost, right? I am a lover of dancehall music. Skilly bang ritical <laughs> intense. <laughs> Listen, I love dancehall music. So if you give me an upbeat dancehall music with vibes, it's just vibes from there. But what would be your song? My song? I don't have a song. Songs change all the time, you know? All right, so what's your song right now? What's my song right now that I like? That I like? Not by Skilly Bang. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the, the last question I ask is, do you have any questions for me? Do I have any questions for you? Yes, I do. Going through a pandemic, right? You know, operating day to day, being the character that you are, doing this adult thing, mm-hmm. right? Being an independent adult on your own, mm-hmm. you know, saying that very loose lipped. <laughs> <laughs> what pushes you? What motivates you? What drives you to just go out and get stuff done um well i could use the fact that i am you know just a natural like i'm never down like i don't believe in being down because it don't really do anything for my psyche mm-hmm. but i would say that the thing that drives me the most is my mom because my mom went through so much when she was young and she persevered through that and had a lot of success through it big up mommy bestie every time and just seeing <laughs> how she's able to always like stay upbeat about everything even though i know that you know probably she's not always upbeat but how she's able to show me as her kid that mm-hmm, she's always mm-hmm. upbeat is motivation enough for me to say hey worst things are out there because I, I one quick way to tell you is that at my age i was like five yeah, when I your mom was your I age, don't yeah. Know what <laughs> I would be with a fire. You're just like, whoa. <laughs> at my, at my age. You did that, mom. You did that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, I guess she's the one that really uplifts me. That's good. So, I feel the same way about my mom. <laughs> so, and finally, I ask everyone to say the name of the show at the end of it. You can introduce the show any way you want to. Wow. Okay. Uh, cools okay mic check one two three <laughs> <laughs> any introduction can introduce it anyway cools. say anything why anything why is this know. weird <laughs> <laughs> you are now listening to the just ask podcast i love that thanks people see you next week all right bye